let me tell you the story of August slash September of 1997. Looking back on it, a lot of bad events happening really close together. Mm. Number one, my cat died. Late August of 1997. It was a really nice cat, Angus. A beautiful cat. She would, um, in the evening, she would come and sleep on my windowsill for the first half. And then in the second half, she would come into my bed and like lay between my arms. Mm. Yeah, like I would sleep on my side in sort of like a fetal position. And she would come and like lay. 11, right? 11, yeah. And like, it was really heartbreaking, actually. Like She couldn't meow. She wasn't a meowing cat. She just sort of yapped. She made sort of like a... Sort of noise. But then, like, somewhere mid-97, she uh, started to get really ill, um, couldn't, like, eat properly, like, dribbling, like, lots, bad stomach problems. And um, then it turned out she had uh, bad kidney cancer and then had to be put down. Um, So we made an appointment for the the time with the vet. And um, she, on her final day, like, we were all, like giving her lots of love and cuddles and lots of attention because it's a final day on earth and I just remember like having her in my arms like cradling her and then she looks up at me and went meow (laughs) 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 it was really sad (laughs) like I think it's the only time I ever heard a meow and it's probably the last noise I heard her make she went to the vets and was put down after that so tragic tragic so I was really sad about that and then uh, August the 31st Princess Diana died that I mean, had the sort of same impact on you, like your little cat died. No, not at all. At the time, being an 11-year-old, I wasn't really fussed about Princess Diana dying. I was annoyed that my Saturday morning cartoons had been disrupted, Cancel. or Sunday morning, I can't remember which, but the my morning cartoons were disrupted. But, like, I don't know, the whole country was, like, in, in a moment of grief. Sure. My mum got really upset about it. She was crying lots, so... And then just after that, maybe, like, I think the week after, my parents separated and... My dad moved out of the family home, sure. which again I wasn't especially sad about personally. And they, they they weren't a great couple; like it made sense to me for them to separate. And then the day that my dad moved out, uh, my mum, at the weekend, my mum decided that she couldn't be there when he was when he was moving out. So yeah, she went she went somewhere on a little holiday for herself, like stay down the coast or something for a long weekend. So on the Sunday, she wasn't there at all. And I think my dad had already moved out at that point. I think he was, he went on the Saturday. On the Sunday, I went out playing with my friends. We went to a local forest. And it's at this forest that I fell down a pit and broke my collarbone. It was like, um, they called it the chalk pit. It was just like this really sort of big cliff face that was had like loads of chalk at the bottom of it, like natural mm-hmm. chalk. And like we were climbing down it. I was just kind of like walking down like a sleep a steep slope yeah. and I sort of I, I I lost my foot in and like yeah. tried to outrun my fall like I stumbled and tried yeah, to outrun yeah, my fall yeah, and then yeah. I was getting too much pace so I, you know I was, I was going far too fast and then I tripped up like a tree root or something and then just like tumbled all the way down it was quite quite high up quite high tumbled all the way down and I think I was fine until at the bottom there was like a, a tree stump at the bottom and I sort of fell I landed oh, on top of the tree stump cracked my collarbone I didn't realise at the time actually I just sort of fell back on the ground and was like oh then like this couple who was like walking their dog like rushed over and was like oh do you need to go to the hospital that looked terrible and I was like laying on the floor being like, oh you had your there. friends there my friends were there with me yeah there were like two or three friends and I was like oh no I'm, I'm, I'm fine it's okay 
and they were like, are you sure? And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then like they walked off. And then I tried to get up. And as I tried to get up, I was like, oh shit, this fucking hurts. <laughs> like I need to go to the hospital. But dad gone by then. So then I had to, couldn't find him at all. They just, they, they vanished yeah. really quickly. So then I had to walk from the middle of the forest to the closest like first aid center thing on the outskirts of the forest. Took maybe 45 minutes to walk through and it hurts so, so much. Then I, yeah, got an ambulance down to, down to the hospital. Uh, my dad was really annoyed because, like, he had kind of, like, I think mentally prepared himself to be, like, done with... The family. Not quite done with the family, but sure, done but... with, like, you know, leaving the house and stuff. And now, like, he's had to come and get me from the hospital. And he was annoyed that my mum wasn't there. She had, like, just gone. She didn't yeah. tell anyone that she, that she was going on a holiday. I just come home from school in the afternoon and found, like, a note on the table being, like, I didn't want to be here. I'll, I'll, I'm so back she on did Sunday. Tell you, like... she, well, she didn't tell anyone in advance. It was just sort of like sure. a, a sudden, like, I'm not maybe here. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe it was that. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe I don't know. So my dad was annoyed that, like, she wasn't there as well. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was like a, a grim situation. And, like, really. And actually, it was quite scary because my. um. So my dad had, like, a bit of a temper back in the day. Not so much now. But back in the day, he was quite an angry guy. And um, after. So we went to A&E and, like, a few hours like passed I had to like get an x-ray and wait for the x-ray and you know how long you have to wait in A&E like three or four hours or something and um my collarbone started to to not hurt I couldn't feel like any pain really and weirdly enough um one of my other friends was at the hospital not someone who was with me at the time just someone who like his sister had had hurt her foot or something so just yeah, you know, someone to play with in A and E, and like we went outside and like we were running around chasing each other and stuff, and my, my collarbone just didn't hurt at all. And then my dad was like really angry because um, if you have your broken collarbone. Well, he, he thought that I was completely fine and maybe like faking the whole thing, and he was annoyed that like I had like taken up like four hours of his yeah. time and like just running around when there's nothing wrong with me. And the X-ray came back. X-ray came back and my collarbone was fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> my collarbone was like. You know, proper, not just like a, like a fracture break that it was like split apart oh, yeah. and like raised and like hurt. above. Hmm? And it didn't hurt. That's weird. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. If I tried to like raise my arm above me or something, yeah. it probably would have hurt. But because like you know, your collarbone, you don't really move that much unless you're sure. moving your arm. Yeah. So maybe I just wasn't moving my arm, and maybe it was completely numb or something. I don't know. It just it didn't really hurt. It hurt when I saw the coll- when I saw the X-ray. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my collarbone. <laughs> every little movement suddenly hurt and then so my dad took me home didn't come back into the house he just like dropped me off and said like okay like go back yeah so i just i just went i just went home my brothers were like oh what happened i was like oh, i broke my collarbone and he was like all right cool. <laughs> yeah no. so i was like oh, okay what do i do um so i just went and lay in my bed until my mum come home which like she come home in the evening at some point um, I was really dirty as well because I'd fallen down at this massive sure. muddy pit and but I couldn't like t- I was wearing like a shirt as well like a t-shirt like a shirt shirt so I couldn't really like take my clothes because yeah, I yeah, put like a sling over the top of it I didn't know how to like get undressed like with yeah. the sling and I didn't want to move my arm and stuff so I basically had to sleep in like these really dirty clothes because I didn't know yeah. how to how to undress okay, myself yeah. and then a week after that I then broke my finger I'm not, not quite I fractured my finger I crush fractured my finger I was teasing my brother he was in his bedroom that time your collarbone was still broken my collarbone was still broken in a sling yeah and <laughs> my brother was in his bedroom this is my middle brother Christopher was in his bedroom 
and he said that I'm not allowed in his room, being like typical brother, like yeah. no young people privacy. in my room, like in my privacy. And I was teasing him, like putting my hand in his room and then oh, taking oh, it away, oh, like oh, I'm oh. in your room. No, I'm not. I'm in your room. No, I'm not. I'm I in your room. You were that clever boy, right? <laughs> yeah. I was a cocky shit, yeah. <laughs> I so, think you deserved what's gonna happen <laughs> with you now. I don't know. I don't know the story yet, but uh, I think you deserved it. I'm not sure if I deserved it. I mean, so yeah, I was doing this little routine, and he slammed the door shut with his foot, and he slammed it on my finger, and then as as the door closed on my finger, I yanked my hand away, and it ripped my fingernail in half, like oh. just just clean in half. It just caught it at the right at the right angle or something it wasn't even like a sharp it's just yeah. like a regular door it wasn't sharp or anything but like it just, it just ripped my fingernail clean in half but like it was still attached there's just like a massive crack in my fingernail and like half of it like hanging off that really okay. hurt but I think it hurt a lot more because I looked down and like my finger was fucked yeah. <laughs> I was just burst out crying and um, I ran to the um, I think my brother like burst out laughing because he thought like haha so you right but he didn't see like what what had happened what happened me. yeah like I ran to the bathroom and I like, started running cold water under it. Like my other brother came out and like, what's happened? I was like, my finger. And um, then the middle brother came out and they all saw like what was going on. And yeah, they're like, oh shit, what the fuck? And then, yeah, and then I went to hospital for that and they couldn't do anything other than like put a bandage around it. And so yeah. they just said like the thing and I would just drop off eventually. But it didn't. It like just it just shriveled up and like dried onto the rest. It, like, it just didn't come off at all. It went like black and like dead. Yeah. But yeah, it just yeah. it's still attached to my finger. So then they had to Cut after like off. I think after like two weeks or so they had to then like Cut take it off. off. Yeah. And they gave me they numbed my finger, giving me like a little injection on, at the base of one side and then at the base of the other side. So two little pinpricks at on either side of my yeah. finger at the base. But then they didn't wait any time for like the the numbness to kick in yeah. and I could feel every single moment of them but taking it didn't hurt did it? it hurt like fuck oh. <laughs> it wasn't that like I, I could just feel them touching it I okay. could literally feel everything they just didn't wait for the numbness it's like prick prick let's do this taking the top part the top half of the fingernail that was okay it was just like taking off like a scab or something sure. it was fine but then they decided that the bottom half needed to go as well because they felt that that was dead and that was going to go black yeah. and maybe get infected or whatever. So they decided to take my whole fingernail off. The way they did this, a pair of tweezers worked the tweezers underneath the nail, hook on, and then slowly slide it out. You heard all this scratching noise like... I, oh, it's just the... It's fucking torture. <laughs> that is like a legit torture method. Fucking hurt. Yeah. Really, it really hurt. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt a lot. It, it's just, it was really sickening the way they just slid the, the tweezers underneath the nail. It's disgusting. The nail was really cool, actually. Like when they, they gave me the nail afterward to keep. And like the nail itself goes down like really, really far. It's like just above the knuckle. And then at the base of it, it's just like a perfect square. Really? Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, but then like because like it was just like a raw raw nail raw, raw finger there was like loads of blood like coming up so they had to put that in the sling as well yeah um to elevate so there wasn't all the blood flow like going down sure. and i would have had my other arm in the sling so from my were... collarbone mm. so i had two arms in a sling now this is my dad that took me to the hospital for, for this little operation at the end of that 
I phoned my mum and said, like, what should I do? Should I go? I, I'm going to come home. And she's like, no, 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 go back to school. You need to, like, go to school. And I was like, I can't go to school. I can't write anything. Both my hands are in slings. And she was like, well, just go and listen then. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so my dad just took me to school. And, yeah, I just had to sit there for the rest of the day. Both my arms in slings. Just listening. And it's only when I got home and I showed my mum, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, and she was like, oh, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have gone to school. I was like, no, definitely not. But the whole tweezer thing, that wasn't the most painful incident of like the, the nail. It was afterward when I had to change the dressing like two or three times a day to stop it from getting infected. Yeah. And because like where like the underneath the nail was like really red raw, just like yes. really sticky, moist skin, like really fresh. Like glue. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the, the dressing would just like stick to it and peeling that dressing off. That hurt. That hurt like fuck. Like that was the most painful thing I've even to this day, I've ever experienced. It hurt like a bitch. And the most annoying is that you have to do it for yourself. I got, you no, I got my mum to do it. So, okay. Then, then I, could, I, could, I couldn't do it by myself, otherwise I just wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have the, okay. the inner strength to take that off myself. I had to get someone else to do it for me. It hurts. And like two or three times a day for maybe, probably a week and then it started sure. to like sort of be okay. That's my... That's your my injury story. Two month injury story or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't your luckiest period, I would say.